Hi everyone, this is Libby and I'm going to be looking at institutions, specifically the government today. The government played a major role in generating progress in public health. Sometimes the government did not intervene when it should have done. Taxpayers often did not want to pay more to improve other people's health and the government did not always know what to do. This was the case with the cholera epidemics in the 1800s. The conclusion we can take from this is that governments were not always able to bring about progress in health and medicine. Government strength. So the stronger the government, the better able it was to intervene in health affairs. When the ancient Roman government was strong, it was able to provide better health services for people. Strong local government also brought health progress. After the Black Death in 1348, local government officials wore special suits, improved quarantine and got better at disposing of bodies. The conclusion we can take from this is that the stronger government, the better it was at improving public health. Over the course of the period, government became more and more involved in attempts to improve health. Before the late 19th century, the government was considered laissez-faire, which means it did not do much directly to improve people's lives. The development of the welfare state in the 20th century was influenced by the reports of Charles Booth and Seabone Roundtree. The conclusion we can take from this is that those outside of the government were also able to influence public health. Edward Jenner faced opposition to his smallpox vaccine from the church and the Anti-Compulsory Vaccination League. When the NHS was created after World War II, there was opposition from some doctors and members of the public. The conclusion we can take from this is that opposition to government action often slowed down the process of health reform. Vaccinations. The British government gave Edward Jenner £10,000 for his vaccination research in 1802. The government made the smallpox vaccination compulsory in 1853. The conclusion we can take from this is that the governments played a particularly important role in making medicine and vaccinations widely available. And finally, legislation or laws. Later in the period, the government was able to pass laws to improve public health, such as the Public Health Act in 1848. Living conditions improved most when governments passed meaningful laws. And the conclusion we can take is that one of the strongest ways government could act was through legislation. So when was the Public Health Act passed, as I just mentioned, we can remember that was in 1848. And as I discussed earlier, sometimes opposition to government action can slow down medical reform. So, for example, Edward Jenner was a, faced opposition from the church. The creation of the NHS was opposed to, by, by some doctors and members of the public. And the government did not know what to do with the cholera epidemic. So Edward Jenner, as we just mentioned, who faced opposition from the church, was researching vaccinations and he received £10,000 from the British government to support this research. Okay, so that's everything I'm going to be talking about with regards to the government and its role in medicine in Britain. Thank you very much for listening.